Good morning, brothers and sisters. Good to see you this morning. Uh, I invite you to turn to Hosea chapter 14, verses 1 through 3. We're continuing through Hosea 14. Hosea 14, verses 1 through 3. This is the word of the Lord. O Israel, return to the Lord your God, for you have stumbled because of your iniquity. Take words with you and return to the Lord. Say to him, take away all iniquity. Receive us graciously, for we will offer the sacrifices of our lips. Assyria shall not save us. We will not ride on horses, nor will we say any more to the work of our hands, you are our God's. For in you the fatherless finds mercy. Amen. Well, as we confess our sins this morning, we are uh, working our way through Hosea 14. And the reason I've chosen this portion of Scripture is because it is a corporate confession. It contains the people of God, a call to the people of God to return to the Lord, to confess their sins. And it also contains many Uh, remarkable and precious promises to those who come to the Lord seeking his mercy. And so that is why we are going through Hosea 14. And I want to remind you of the promise of verse 4 of Hosea 14. So if you have your Bible still at that passage, you see the promise of the Lord to those that confess their sins. It says this, I will heal their backsliding. I will love them freely for my anger has turned away from him. Uh, What a remarkable promise, brothers and sisters, that God will love us freely. When it says freely, it means that there's not some special condition that we must meet, some special thing that we must do, simply that we come asking for God to be merciful. And to do that, we are told in verse 2 to take words with us. This is the actual direct call to corporate repentance. Take words with you and say to the Lord, take away all iniquity and receive us graciously. Well, that's what we do every week, isn't it? When we bring our corporate confession of sin, we take words with us and we're asking God to receive us and to forgive us. You'll also notice uh, in verse 2, it says, we will offer the sacrifices of our lips. And what this tells us is that repentance is, of course, first of all, an internal commitment to turn back to the Lord, to turn away from sin, to turn to God. That's got to be an internal reality for us. But it also is something that the Lord wants us to verbally express. We are to verbally take words with us and to repent before the Lord. And by doing so, we are offering a sacrifice that is pleasing to the Lord. And this particular phrase in verse 2, if you you have the King James in front of you, you'll notice the more literal rendering. It says, we will offer the calves of our lips. It's a very strange phrase. It doesn't really make much sense in English to say we will offer the calves of our lips. Of our lips. But the, the idea, of course, is that just as the children of Israel would come near to the Lord and they would bring burnt offerings of animals like calves and offer them up before the Lord, this, what this is saying is that when we confess our sins, when we ask God to be merciful, 
it is like a sacrifice that the Lord receives as a pleasing aroma. And so what this tells us is that our humble, sincere, verbal confession of sin and appeal to God for mercy is an acceptable sacrifice to the Lord. Do remember that the the old covenant system of blood sacrifices was always meant to reflect the heart condition of the worshiper. When uh, the children of Israel came forth to the Lord and they brought an animal or a, a turtle dove or grain and they offered it to the Lord, it was supposed to be a reflection of their heart. Now sometimes that didn't happen. Sometimes they just brought it as an external thing that was very displeasing to the Lord because they would not actually repent of their sins, but they would bring these sacrifices and the Lord said, I don't want that. That's an abomination. Do not bring that before me. I want mercy. I want justice. I want truth. But my point is that these sacrifices were meant to reflect the heart that is broken and contrite. This is what the Lord wants from us when we confess our sins. He wants us to verbally express what is truly in our heart, which ought to be a broken and a contrite spirit before him. Just as Psalm 51 expresses when David is bringing his confession to the Lord, he, he says this, he says, O Lord, open my lips and my mouth shall show forth your praise. For you do not desire sacrifice or else I would give it. You do not delight in burnt offering. The sacrifices of God are a broken spirit, a broken and a contrite heart. These, O God, you will not despise. And so I want us to be encouraged today as we draw near in confession that the Lord is pleased with our humility, with our broken and contrite hearts. He is pleased to receive our confessions and to forgive us because it is in his very nature to be merciful to his people. Isaiah chapter 30 says that the Lord waits to be gracious to you. He waits to be gracious to you. That is to say that God stands ready and waiting to be merciful to sinners who draw near. And so we, we can come then with great confidence that when we come asking God, have mercy upon me, O God, have mercy upon me, according to the multitude of your tender mercies, uh, we can have confidence that God stands ready to forgive sinners. And there is no fear here that the wells of mercy will run dry. There is no... There ought to be no fear on our parts that we will come on a Sunday or we will come on a Monday and we will confess our sins and God will say, there is no mercy left. The Lord never says that in the scriptures. This is a, a, a well of mercy that is, in essence, uh, resourced by the oceans of his love and it will never run dry when we draw near because as Hosea 14 verse 3 says, for in you the fatherless find mercy. So the point for us this morning as we confess our sins is that the Lord will receive our humble, sincere confession of sin as an acceptable sacrifice in his sight. And only because, of course, that we bring it through the blood of Jesus Christ. It's not pleasing on its own, and we must come through a mediator. But we do not bring any blood sacrifice except claiming the sacrifice of Christ. We do not need to do any works of satisfaction, contrary to the Roman Catholic penance system. 
And we do not have to wait and wonder whether we will be forgiven or not. Instead, we come with confidence because of the promises of God to those who humble themselves before the Lord. So, brothers and sisters, I invite you now to humble yourself under the mighty hand of God uh, that he might show each of us grace. So please kneel down with me as we confess our sins to the Lord. We will say our prayer of confession together. Almighty God, we acknowledge and confess that we have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed. We have not loved you with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength. We have not loved our neighbor as ourselves. Deepen within us our sorrow for the wrong we have done and the good we have left undone. Lord, you are full of compassion and gracious, slow to anger and plenteous in mercy. There is always forgiveness with you. Restore to us the joy of your salvation. Bind up that which is broken. Give light to our minds, strength to our wills, and rest to our souls. Speak to each of us and let your word abide with us until it has wrought in us your holy will. Amen. Now we take a moment to confess our own sins before the Lord.